following program is pre-recorded. This is Simply for Women, a place for that mom who knows the chaos of life, the daughter who faces the challenges of the day, and for those women who want to deepen their faith. God invites us to take Him off our to-do list and to simply be, to simply be with Him. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and not necessarily those of Salem Media Group, staff, management, or advertisers. Now here's your host, Jennifer Jackson. Here I am, and we want to talk about plans today. Did you know God actually wants us to have plans He has plans for you, and he wants us to plan and to work hard. It says in Proverbs 24, 30 to 34, I went past the field of a sluggard, past the vineyard of a man who lacks judgment. Thorns had come up everywhere. The ground was covered with weeds, and the stone wall was in ruins. I applied my heart to what I observed, and I learned a lesson from what I saw. A little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to rest and poverty will come upon you like a bandit and scarcity like an armed man. Wow, that's a powerful proverb. You know, God's word teaches us a few things in this passage. It teaches us to observe, to look in the rearview mirror, so to speak, and look at our life. We don't want to be the slugger, do we? We don't want when we see weeds and things in ruins and all this coming up, a little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands and poverty will come upon you like an armed bandit. Wow. You know, God wants us to make plans and God wants us to work hard. The Bible says to work heartily as unto the Lord. And we can make those plans. You know, when I I wrote three little books. And when I did that, I had to every day, every single day, I was disciplined day after day after day after day to accomplish that task. And you know what it meant? It meant saying no. It was so hard because I am very social and I I would like to be with people all the time. I would be with people 24-7 if I had a choice, (laughs) but I had to choose to hide away, to be in a closet and to write and just to spend that time with the Lord. And I also have to do that just to be disciplined, to say no. I have to say no to some things so that I can say yes to time with the Lord. And let's think about our lives. Let's think about the plans that God has for us. Are we working heartily in that area? Are we are we disciplined? Are we focused? You know, there's different disciplines in our life. I think about working as a pastor's wife. Church comes around unrelentingly every single weekend. And, you know, you might meet a nurse or a doctor and they they have to be on call or they work nights. Well, I've had to work weekends (laughs) every single weekend. I'm at the church. But you know what? I love it. And I don't know what you do. Maybe if you're a teacher, you have to work every single day, Monday to Friday. But that's a good thing. Maybe you're a truck driver and you drive a lot of hours late into the night. I don't know. But I want to just encourage you in that God wants us to work and he wants us to work hard. He has poured gifts and abilities and talents into our lives and he wants us to work. You know, some people that I know, they say, well, I am retired and I don't really know what God wants me to do at this phase. And I said, well, maybe the plan that he has for you is prayer. And to take up prayer. And I really believe that. I believe that God leaves some people on the earth 
and that is their main purpose is just to pray, to pray and to support those who are working in his kingdom and who are working in his field. And hey, if you want to join my prayer partner team, send me an email at jenniferjackson.com because I would welcome your prayer, your prayers. You know, Billy Graham, when he was elderly in his 90s, that's what he did. He took on praying for the nation like with a vengeance, and it was incredible. And he put sticky notes up all over his house with scriptures and prayers, and that is how he spent his time. They say the anointing was so powerful in his home, and that is just because his heart at that point was to pray, and that was his labor as unto the Lord. So that may be where you're at, and that may be the plan, the plan that God has for you. You know, God believes in plans, and it's not unspiritual to plan. Even the Lord plans for us. It says in John 14, 1 to 3, don't let your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you, I go and I prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself, that where I am, you may be also. You know, we don't have to fear the future when we have Jesus, because he has planned. He has prepared a place for you. I got a a call earlier last week that shared with me, that a 29-year-old had passed away. And this was a son of a friend of mine, and we had prayed and prayed and prayed so many times for him and for his life. That funeral is this week. And then today I got a call of another friend who passed away. And I love this friend so much, and she she loved the Lord. I remember leading her to Christ, and she was of a Muslim faith and had left her family from a different country, and she was here. She was an immigrant here. I loved her so much, and today she passed away. But I said to my husband, Doyle, I said, you know what? I know without a doubt, without a shadow of a doubt, that she is in heaven. And I remember helping her pick out her first Bible. I remember how she learned to pray. I remember how she grew in the Lord. I remember how she would have us over many times for Thanksgiving and so many wonderful things. And, you know, we can have a confidence. We can have a confidence that God has a plan for us and that God has a plan for a place for you in heaven. And that is such a wonderful promise. And it brings a great comfort, doesn't it, when we hear of friends that we know of that passed away because when they know the Lord, we know that they're in heaven and we know that he planned that for them. And here's the famous verse that we all know, but I want to read it to you again because I love the ending of this verse. It says in Jeremiah 29, 11 to 14, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. And here's what I love. Then, You will call upon me and come and pray to me, and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. I will be found by you, declares the Lord, and I will bring you back from captivity. God has good plans for us, but we must listen to him. We have to listen to him so that we can hear and find out what those plans are. You know, how do I do that? How can you do that? Well, I think one way that we can listen to the Lord is honestly just to sit. You sit and you spend some time in silence and you you open your hands and you say, God, here I am. And I I just want to quiet my heart. I want to quiet my mind. And I'm asking you, Lord, to speak to me. And, you know, 
It may not happen right in that moment. It may happen later that day as you're driving in your car or as you're sitting down to dinner or as you're going along your day. But you started it by saying, God, I'm welcoming you into this time, into this space. And I'm giving you permission to speak to me, to to speak into my heart and into my life. Help me with the plans that we have. And I love doing that. And, you know, uh, then you open his word and you say, God, speak to me through your word. And you look through his word. You you find words. He wants to speak to you through his word. And, you know, and then another thing is just to wait. You think, well, I'm not heard from the Lord on that. But you can keep asking him. Keep asking. Keep praying. And then the last thing is just to be sensitive. To be sensitive to his Holy Spirit because he wants to speak to you. You know, the Holy Spirit, the Bible says, it's like a dove. And I don't know about you, but I have beautiful bird feeders around my house. And my husband says, why do you spend money buying bird seed when the birds could eat out in nature? Well, I do that because I like watching them. I like seeing them come to my window, especially in the wintertime. And when I see them come to eat, I, I see that if I get too close to the window or if there's any noise, they fly away. They're very, very sensitive. And so the Bible says that the Holy Spirit is like a dove. And so for us to hear what he has to say, we have to settle down and we have to quiet ourselves down and we have to be sensitive to him. Have you ever had God kind of prompt you in something or say something in your heart or mind and you think, nah, that can't be right. (laughs) But maybe it is. Maybe, maybe. It's you have to be so sensitive so that you can catch it. You know, it's like a butterfly. You're, they're sensitive to the wind and to all of the things around them. And God wants us to be that way with him, to be sensitive. And he will speak into your heart. Sometimes it's a prompting to not do something. Don't go there. Don't don't hang out with that person. That person's not good for you. Maybe you shouldn't go do that with them. And those are some of the ways that God speaks to us. But we can ask him, give us a sure word. Give us a definite word so that we can make plans. You know, God wants us to make plans, but he says that there's a cost and we have to count the cost. It says in Luke 14, 28, suppose one of you wants to build a tower. Will he not first sit down and estimate the cost to see if he has enough money to complete it? For if he lays the foundation and is not able to finish it, everyone who sees it will ridicule him, saying, this fellow began to build but was not able to finish. So what do you do? Is that frustrating? You try to make a plan and you want to accomplish something. Maybe you're even willing to not be that sluggard and to work hard, to work heartily as unto the Lord, but you're not seeing the plan come about. Well, this is what we have to do. We have to estimate and ask the Lord to give us the resources that we need. Maybe what's keeping us from accomplishing the plan that God gave you is the team. You don't have the people on the team. So begin to make a list of the the things that you need on your team and say, God, I'm asking you to bring the team together, the people with the abilities, the people that can come alongside and help to make this plan happen. Maybe you actually need dollars to make your plan succeed. You know, God's a provider and just begin to ask him, say, God, if this plan is for you, 
this is how many dollars that we need to make it succeed and begin to ask him to do that. Find verses on provision, find verses on God as provider, begin to declare them over your life and over that plan because he wants to fulfill the plans. He knows the plans that he has for you. And as your plans and God's align together and that happens through prayer, he will help make it happen. Well, I'm Jennifer, and you're listening to Simply for Women. I hope you've enjoyed this talk about plans because we're going to continue the conversation in just a few moments. I have my husband here with me, Pastor Doyle. Yes, I know it's Simply for Women, but we have Pastor Doyle for the next few episodes. It's so much fun. I love, love, love the pastor's wife life. He's such a wonderful blessing. You're going to enjoy him. Go to JenniferJackson.com for more information in previous episodes and also you can even find pastor doyle's one year in the bible there at jenniferjackson.com do that on the break stay with us here comes doyle in a few minutes you're listening to simply for women